hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Spotlight Podcast, the unofficial podcast for Century 21 sales representatives in Canada, where we discuss the hot topics and important news in the real estate industry. So I'm your host, Linus Killius, and with me as always is Aaron Richardson. Hi. Aaron is a broker and general manager with Century 21 Heritage Group. Aaron has an extensive background in online marketing, technology, and customer service. And I'm the head of business development at the real estate marketing company, Homania. So Aaron... We're podcasting. This is our first official podcast. How does it feel being I'm excited. a pod- How does it feel to be a podcast host? Yeah, this is neat. That's great. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. Hopefully, everyone will will enjoy what we've got to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be having a weekly or biweekly show. Depends on how things go off the hop. Um, so what you can expect from week to week, like as I mentioned off the top, is that we're going to be talking about real estate topics, uh, specifically those affecting Century 21 real estate agents in Canada. Uh, and just kind of going from there, we might have, like, you know, I'm sure we'll be taking a lot of tangents. We'll be going off off the cuff, but we'll see how things go. So um, before we start, why don't we uh, get a little bit of background about both of us? So Aaron, why don't we start with you? Uh, who are you? What do you sure. do? Sure. Yeah. No, I, uh, I was in the retail sector for many years. I uh, managed my first a sports store when I was 21 and uh, was in management quite a bit. Um, sales as well, obviously, with retail. Um, I was with National Sports Center, and uh, and then I, I got a job with uh, Toys R Us. So I was a director with Toys R Us and uh, still in the sales and management end of things. Um, but going through a uh, full Christmas season with Toys R Us, I figured, you know what? I've always wanted to get into real estate, so now is the time. I figured I looked old enough. I was uh, now 30. So, uh, you know, I didn't look uh, 18 anymore, maybe, maybe 20, but uh, um, I figured at that point in time I, I'd uh, yeah, give real estate a shot. So I uh, started with Century 21, um, like I said, when I was around 30, 31. And um, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been good ever since. I, I, I was with um, the Century 21 brand Heritage Group at a new market, and I started my own team. Um, myself and Richard Gibb uh, um, started the home team and we became the top producing team in the company. And then uh, our owner convinced me to get into management with, uh, with Century 21 uh, Heritage. Interesting transition from uh, retail to real estate. I'm sure yeah. everyone's got their own kind of story to go along with it. Um, so in terms of me, I'm, I'm actually uh, an engineer by trade. I did a lot of software development kind of uh, going through my, my schooling. And I started up a company with one of my brothers. Uh, we were just kind of a consulting company. We ended up doing a consulting job for Century 21 Heritage, where Aaron said he uh, initially started with Century 21. And uh, we did this marketing program. At the time, it was called the Enhanced Marketing Program. Uh, and then what we found was that this consulting job actually turned out to be a pretty profitable business for us. We found we did a pretty good job of it. So we decided to make it a full-time gig. We formed Homania and kind of went from there. Uh, and then, yeah, that's that's pretty much where we've been for the last seven years or so. So we've been providing the service uh, to Century 21 agents exclusively for the past couple of years. Uh, and it's been growing in leaps and bounds as we've been going through. So, um, but yeah, that's that's my story and how I got here anyhow. So, so, uh, so Aaron, why did you choose Century 21 over other franchises? Was there a specific reason you went with Century 21 Heritage and Newmarket over anyone else? Did anyone Gosh, else approach you? Or Yeah, I, I went to about five different brokerages in the area. And um, only three out of the five actually had the time to sit down, which was surprising to me. The fact that, uh, you know, you'd go in and you'd, can I talk to a manager and nobody would give you a call back. So, well, first of all, Century 21 did call me back. Uh, we, we chatted. Um, the, the way the program was set up with 
this brokerage in particular um, was really good for for new agents uh, lots of training tons of training I knew that I would get the support there so that was the first thing I was looking for I didn't you know care so much about the split you know um, half of nothing is is still nothing and you know I was wanting to make sure that I could make some money and uh, I didn't I didn't care so much what I gave to the brokers as long as they were po pointing me in the right direction. So it wasn't so much about commissions. Obviously, you take that into account, but it was more about the training aspect and the and the and the technology. I was I was heavy into technology, so wanted to make sure they were heading that direction. That was the two main reasons why I chose the brand. And of course, Century Twenty One just being a branded brokerage. You know, that was in the top of my list as well. You think that other brokerages, you know, if, if you were coming to them, they'd want to call you back and try and recruit you too. But, uh, you know, the emphasis that everyone puts on recruitment and such too. So it's kind of mm -hmm. surprising, but hey, it's, it is what it is. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, our company, we, we decided to partner with Century 21 and we went exclusively with Century 21 because of the backing support that we actually got from Brian Rushton uh, at corporate. Uh, it, we had a lot of uh, positive reviews and feedback from the offices we're currently with, but we did decide to go exclusively with Century 21 because of, you know, just the agents, the, the brokerages, and then the kind of culture that went along with Century 21. So, so um, you left Century 21 for a bit, as I understand, too. So what happened there? Yeah, well, five years in, um, we, uh, as a team, uh, were approached by a, a competitor, and it was Keller Williams. Um, so does that happen a lot yeah. too? Do you get approached all frequently? the time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, everybody wants you to come and work with them, especially when you're now producing um, uh, commissions and you're, you know, top uh, team in the office and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, other uh, brokerages start to pay attention and they call you. And um, so we were, we were uh, sort of wind and dine there, and we're actually taken to a few conferences and stuff like that just to see the systems. I'm always open to see what other people are doing. And uh, it was... Uh, you get a you know, free Keller, meal out of it too, right? Yeah, so. yeah. and I, I think Keller Williams coming up from the U.S. Um, as strong as they did, um, you know, it was interesting because there was a lot of technology involved. There was a lot of uh, um, systems that they had that, uh, that was supposed to be the greatest and, and the best systems coming into the marketplace. So um, we were a young team and it was a young company coming up uh, and we felt that, you know, let's see what, let's see what they uh, have to offer. So we went there for two years. Was it a good experience or what happened? Well, you, well, you know what? Years? The experience is always good when, um, you know, when you can, you can see what's, what it's like on the other side and another brokerage and, and learn from that. Um, I just think uh, when it came down to the systems that were in place um, that they brought on uh, through Keller, um, you know, a lot of it was American based and, uh, and I didn't realize, you know, sometimes you just don't realize how good you have it, you know. We were running around trying to put new systems in place to replace the ones we had with Century 21, and they ended up just not working, you know. And we, we made a decision as a team that if we were going to go forward, we'd either have to hire an assistant, um, assistant's probably about $40,000 a year, or go back to um, a company that was already set up with the systems so that we didn't have to do or have, didn't have to have a, a, uh, an assistant uh, do the work that the company was doing for us. So uh, it was, it was kind of, it made sense. Um, and uh, we decided to come back to uh, Century 21. Okay, so it sounds like it was a little bit of like the kind of support staff, but also you keep mentioning systems too. Are there any specific yeah, things right. that kind of drew you back in particular? Well, the system, yeah. So when I talk about systems, I'm talking about anything from, you know, who does our feature sheets, who takes the pictures for the photography for the, uh, for the, um, uh, for the house we're listing, who is going to be, um, 
you know, um, putting together our website uh, for the the tour of the uh, tour of the the listing that we're doing. Who who is going to be um, sending out our newsletters? Um, you know, and 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 that takes time and effort for us to do as agents. So um, one of the things that was just starting up when I was I left Century Twenty One is actually the company you started. So uh, it's interesting where it's gone and uh, the the company that you guys created there, Homania, within the Century Twenty One system, put into place um, all the different things along the way when you're going to market a property. Um, and and, and it, for for the fee that you charge, it's extremely, I would say, uh, effective. Uh, considering I'm not spending forty thousand dollars a year to have your system, I'm, I'm only paying per listing. So, oh, for sure. Um, actually, my the best man at my wedding, he uh, he's at right at Home Realty now, and he's considering making a move to a, a more established kind of uh, office, something similar to Century Twenty One, for similar reasons too. He's finding that he's kind of hitting his growth potential, uh, mm -hmm. just being a more like an independent. Uh, and then he could probably benefit a lot from the brokerage services that are provided at full service brokerages like Century 21. So it's, it's interesting to hear that, you know, the systems and, and the, the structure kind of can pull you back, not only what's offered by Century 21, but by peripheral companies like Homania, like the company that I represent as well. So, um, and I know, and I know Linus, like this is, we're not, we don't want to turn this into a commercial for any one particular system or, or whatnot. And it's good that we're discussing, um, um, obviously what Homania provides at the beginning, just to give a background to let everybody know. Um, but maybe you could go into a little bit of detail <laughs> on exactly what Homania is in terms of what they provide. Just to start off things, we're going to be taking this in different directions. This is not going to be a um, are centered sure. on Romania, and I, I want people to understand that. But at the same time, we're talking about this this uh, marketing system that you guys developed, and I'm just a huge fan of it. So <laughs> I want you to be able to explain it for sure. And, and who's the host here? I'm supposed to be the one kind of, <laughs> you know, ushering the flow and asking the questions. Um, well, homie, I mean, we've kind of briefly touched on it, but. Uh, what we do at Homania in particular with the, this program called the Spotlight Program, which is what this podcast is named after, is we offer a comprehensive marketing package for agents for their listings. Uh, we like to call it like an internet marketing strategy for your listings. Uh, what we do is we, we do everything. We take the photographs, we put together great virtual tours, uh, like a responsive website. We've got an advertising strategy that, that uh, is very comprehensive and it, 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 we advertise it all over the web to try and get as much attention on your listing as possible. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's great for me to talk about it, but it, it's probably better to come from someone who's used it a lot more. Like, I, I mean, I obviously know how the program works and everything, but you're a real estate agent who's used it in the past too. So you've got the real world, world experience yeah. that people can kind of pull from. And, and you know what? I just, I, I, it's not just a virtual tour uh, company. And when you go to all the, uh, you go to TrebFest or any of the you know, conferences that you go to, whether there's booth setups and different virtual tours for, for listings, that's not what spotlight is all about it's actually it's for the agent that doesn't either know or want to have to handle all that online stuff and uh and they want to look techy and they want to look like they're they're sharp and have a great listing um presence but also you know get the leads off the listings as well as um you know rank high in the google search to make sure that uh, you know other 
you know, portals aren't aren't taking away the the business that should be coming to the agent that's listing it is, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, we, we've always tried to cover like the spectrum of agents too, from the very like techie side to the ones that have like absolutely no comfort at all with tech at all. Like they're, they, they're scared to open up computers. And especially like those like more tech phobic types, we work really well with too, because we kind of take care of all that. And we understand it all, all the internet side of things too. So we can kind of uh, take the marketing strategy and implement it for them and, and give them this kind of solution that they don't have to research and spend the time on as well. We're almost like a, a personal marketing assistant is the way we like to put it as well. Right. So. Yeah, but I, like like you said before, I don't want to listen to a commercial about what we do. No, and, no. and I do promise we're not, we're not going to be talking about this every show. Uh, I guess it is kind of appropriate maybe in our first show to talk about it a little bit, especially because it does tie into, you know, the Century 21 ecosystem as well. Because yeah. we are, in, like, you know, intimately involved with Century 21 now. Because yeah, who is exclusive. who is this guy Linus and what is Homania? <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Now you know a little bit about me. I'm sure yeah. as these podcasts go along, people are going to learn a bit more about me and you as well. So good. Um, so online office, it's another marketing tool that you have at your disposal as a Century 21 agent. How do you use that and how do you use it effectively? We've got a lot of different, you know, different tools available to you. I know some are used quite frequently. Some people are there that people are probably don't even know about too. Um, you've, you've been part of a very successful real estate team and I'm sure you've used a lot of their tools in the past. So what have you found is the most effective? Are there any like kind of like hidden gems in there too that you don't think agents take enough advantage of? You're, you're in management as well. So you see and train agents every day. So I'm sure you're trying to promote certain things that you think are effective tools that maybe agents don't perceive yeah. as effective off the hop. So, you know, and I think every brand has its own, um, let's say technology program that they have a backend system that'll, that'll help the agents with when it comes to either websites, CRM system, um, you know, any of the marketing, uh, online stuff. So, uh, with century 20, it's called online office, uh, online office, um, provides, I, I really go into about three main things. It does a lot of things, actually. The three main things that you use it for is your CRM system, so your your client management retention uh, program. So you're going to put all your clients in there, and you're going to set them up on uh, action plans, they're called, or drip campaigns. Send out all the um, uh, emails. You can set them up um, and track the emails, a lot like MailChimp. They've, I think they've taken some technology that's been out in the market that can track you know, who's opening the messages who's or who's, who's opening the emails, when they open them, uh, are they blocking them, is going to their spam, you know, trying to figure out, you know, and make sure that you're, you're being able to market effectively um, from an email perspective from that side. So CRM system, um, um, I also use it uh, for my website. I mean, the, the online office website that they give you with Century 21 is, is quite good and it's, it's attractive too. So, you know, you're proud to have a website that looks good, right? Yeah, for sure. And I guess you get the synergy with a century21.ca web domain as well for yes. a little bit of a help in Google search there as well. Do you find um, you get a lot of leads yeah. coming in through the century21 website I, as well? Tons, a lot of leads. Well, actually, and you know what, it's, um, it's, it's quite effective from a, from a Google search standpoint, having the power of the brand and, and the century21.ca. So I, and I'm pretty techie. So throughout my 10 years, I've created many different websites. I host my own sites. I don't just have the Century 21 site, but I do know that if I'm going to put something online and I want it to come up quick on Google, um, Century 21, uh, my website with Century 21 is where I go to um, have that happen. And it's just sheer power of the size of the site that allows me to be able to get that content uh, up on Google. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, um, basically the way that Google works is um, every web domain like century21.com or .ca 
has a certain amount of uh, page rank or clout, I guess is another better good way to put it as well. And uh, the larger website is like center21.ca or cbc.ca or royalbank.com. Those are all big sites that have a lot of kind of clout associated with them. So they come up very high in Google search. So if you're kind of piggybacking off of that already optimized Google search domain, you're uh, you're doing pretty good and it helps quite a bit as opposed to like getting, you know, like an AaronRichardson.com, which does help, but it helps a lot more if you also have that kind of backing for the, the, the root domain as well. So that's what Aaron's talking about there. Well, with the that's great. Yeah. And then the third thing, they have a storage in there. And, I, you know, I don't know how the other uh, brokerages in uh, Canada are dealing with the storage situation, but it's a fantastic way to share information amongst agents. Um, where you can store all your listing presentations. Um, and this is from, I'm, I'm sort of getting into more of the management end of things because this is where we manage our systems in order to get the information to the agents. But the agents are also able to store things on their own storage section of the, of the online office to use it for real estate. And, uh, and when I'm saying storage, it's, you know, like your marketing materials, your logos, your, um, it could be, a, a like I said, a listing presentation on PowerPoint. It could be, um, pictures of the listings that you're putting on there. So it's 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 a nice area to go. It's kind of like cloud. You can yeah. talk a little bit of what a cloud is if you want. <laughs> yeah, well, no, in general, I mean, I, I'm not a real a center trainer. I'm a real estate agent, so I don't have access to these online storage, but I do back up everything that I have onto Google Drive, which is a similar kind of service, I guess, but one that's backed by Google that's not integrated with center21.ca, for instance. But uh, yeah, it's it's great to have important information backed up somewhere. The cloud is just means it's on a computer somewhere that's not like in your physical location. It's, it's right. decentralized. So if your computer ever crashes or like your hard drive fails, you don't ever have to worry about that, right? Because it's, you, you know where it is. It's always, you've always got access to it. You've got access to it from any computer you want as well, which is another great thing about the online office, uh, online storage solutions, is that you can access from anywhere. You can access online office too. That's so right. you can take it from computer to computer, to computer very easily as well. Um, yeah, it's amazing to me how many people I've heard of that have you know, had a hard drive failure or something. They lose everything and they just didn't have any way to recover it. And, and in some cases, you have to spend you know hundreds and hundreds of dollars just to recover that information off of a off of a bad hard drive. Where you can get around that now, um, just by you know putting everything and backing it up into the cloud. So and being able to share it, it's it's very difficult sometimes to figure. Oh, I got to get you that large file, that PowerPoint presentation. You know, do I put it into an email? I can't do that because maybe it's over the size limit and stuff like that. So to be able to put a large file on there and be able to share it amongst other users within the uh, online office system too. Yeah, for sure. So do you find a lot of agents use online office regularly too? I know with any sort of like tech platform, one of the biggest problems, especially when you're looking at the real estate agent demographic too, yeah. is is adoption of services. Like that, that's one thing that I'm sure everyone like, you know, essentially one or, or any of the other franchises would struggle with is trying to like, you know, promote and push their services, which would be great. But a lot of people just, you know, just don't use it for whatever reason. Yeah. So you, do you I find yeah, it's interesting that the um, the statistic I heard, if you had 30% of the uh, the system using it, so Century 21 can, if you had over 30% buy into the system, um, you're doing very well. And uh, I don't know what the online office um, uh, buy-in is. I do know from our company's standpoint, um, the agents that maybe has have been around for over five years, um, typically it's harder to get them to try something that has come into place um, and to replace anything that they had to get maybe eight years ago. So yeah. what I mean is it's just it's hard to get the older the, the agents been been with us for a while to retry a, a system that's been, um, I guess, 
it's it's better now than it was you know five years ago. So um, the new agents are using it exclusively. I don't I don't know any of the new agents that started. Let's say I've had sixty agents in the last year join us. Out of those sixty agents, I would say the ones that are active are all using the system now. Yeah, I guess just like anyone, if once you're set in your ways, it's a little bit harder to change. Harder. Yeah. You try and change my father-in-law; it's like absolutely impossible. He's yeah. <laughs> he's a certain way, and he's never going to change. And I'm sure the same is with like you know the agents have been in the industry for a long time, and it must be tough too for those agents to adapt, especially with just how fast the marketplace changes, with especially with the internet over the past couple of decades too. I'm sure yeah. a lot of agents have kind of fallen off uh, because of it too, because they've just been set in their ways. So, but I, I did I, from where they got from where they started with the online office system and where they are now. Um, it's, it's from what I was told from an industry leader and that was actually right from Rob Vivian. So I, I don't mind saying who it was, who it was, you know, Century 21 has a CRM system, um, in the industry and probably the only one that he sees actually agents using. So all the other brands across the, uh, platforms and everything, um, their systems. And when I was with Keller, they just, they weren't functional. I don't know why I you know, it seems to be something that, you know, should be something they put a lot of emphasis on. But the one thing I did, uh, I was I was lucky enough to go to the uh, conference um, recently. Uh, the um, uh, what do they call it? The Chairman's Circle. So I went to the Chairman's Circle where you know top brokerages in Canada got together and discussed um, what's going on with the the industry and where Century Twenty One's heading. And when it came to the online office, Century Twenty One has not only made a commitment in the past for technology, but they're making a huge step forward into not just um, continue with what they have, but just to make it that much better. So they're going in a different, they're going in a forward direction and, and even stronger they've done in the past. So I'm really excited to see what they can come up with. Yeah. Same at the conferences I've been to recently too. You can really see that kind of roadmap and they've got that, they've got that roadmap and they have promoted it to the agents and brokerages as well, which is always a good thing to see that they're kind of forward thinking like that. Cause it can be a situation where you get this technology platform, you can get kind of stuck in a rut with it. Right. So it's good to see you, you know, you constantly have to be iterating on software platforms and making sure you're moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So like I, I, been through a lot of different brokerages too. Like I know you probably have obviously a lot more exposure with Central Trail and Heritage Group, but I work with brokerages all the time and, and I see their adoption of online office. And it does seem to kind of reflect um, the management group that is at that specific office with how much you, adoption you actually have too. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's some offices that like seem to not even use uh, online office at all, even from like the management side of things to yeah. ones more like Heritage or or other big offices, especially in the Greater Toronto area, where we have a lot of exposure that use online office very heavily and do rely on it. So I think a lot of it does reflect on like the management groups that you have, the different offices as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I, th- there's always room for impor- improvement. And I think that that's where um, Century 21 has you know, gotten some feedback is that, you know, this is what we have. This is what we like to see going forward. And, and these are the little things here that maybe we can improve on. And uh, and they're open to the idea of improving, which is incredible. They're not closed door. I mean, when I was at this conference, the the owners of the company were sitting right there listening to everything and saying, listen, we want to improve. This is what we're going to do going forward, um, which is another huge I, I told you how why I wanted to or why I joined Century 21 from the beginning. But why do I stay? You know, it's because of the family atmosphere. It's the, the fact that it's a branded brokerage. It's not owned by accountants and lawyers and et cetera, et cetera. It's owned by a family of individuals that care about the agents and where the company's going forward. Not so much just about the, the bottom line too, right? No, for sure. And that's always important when you're moving forward with the brand and everything as well. Mm-hmm. 
So just kind of wrapping up with our discussion about online office then, if there was one feature that you think you'd, you'd suggest an agent to use that they may never have used before, what would be? Would it be the drip campaigns, like the CRM stuff, or is there anything else that you might suggest instead? Yeah, no, I, I, I think I think what I would point them towards is the marketing center, um, you know, sending out emails. You can send out uh, general emails. There's the templates that are in there. You can set up your own templates, too. Um, and then there's also something called action plans. And it's the action plans that um, I'm all about automation, right? We talk about systems. Systems are great, but if you're having to do the system, it's not much of a system. It's 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 got to be done for you. So they allow you to set up action plans. And I'm not just talking about um, something spammy, right? So I call it, I've set up some action plans within the online office system that are specific to, let's say, a value proposition. So instead of just sending out a week or a monthly email, for example, with a newsletter or something, which are still fantastic that are in there, but I'd rather see the agent set something up that's um, of value. So the first month, for example, an email would go out for the brick discount, right? So you're, you're given 300 of your, your, your ex-clients or clients or whatever you know, is on your sphere of influence, an email um, that's that's all about the brick and their discount. So you're you're giving them something of value. You're getting contractor pricing. Um, the next, um, and I wouldn't do it monthly. I'd do it every other month. So I've set it up as an action plan that every other month they get this sort of discount, right? I think one of them's a paint discount with Dulux Paint. Another one's Air Miles. Another one, you know, it keeps going through. There's about 12 different um, good discounts. So setting up a drip campaign or an action plan to, to, to send out those little reminders to people that you're in the business and that you can give them something of value, it comes across a lot less spammy. So just uh, backing up a second, you keep talking about all these discounts. Where are they, how are these discounts offered? Is that through Century 21 or is it something you've set up personally? So actually, we, like, we have our own as well. We have some on top of it, but Century 21 has already set up these discounts and the templates for the discounts in the online office system. So if you go into the marketing center, they're already there for you, um, which is fantastic. It takes you five minutes to set up a drip campaign for the year on these discounts. Yeah, so whenever you get uh, any discounts for the brick or anything, just send them my way too. Maybe you can set me up on your drip campaign. You know what, the, doesn't the, sound the so brick bad. one is fantastic. I used it on the weekend. I called, I actually sent an email, so they've got the, the discount, who to call and all that kind of stuff. I, I sent an email to the lady I was supposed to contact for these uh, sofa and love seat on the weekend. And uh, they, I think they retail for 1300 each. So 1300 1300 I sent the email off and she gave me a contractor price of about $750 a piece. So it's quite the discount. And uh, it was, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, because whenever I get emails, just those generic like promotional emails, not not just from real estate agents, from anyone, I, I almost always just, you know, don't even open them and just kind of archive them uh, in my inbox. So it's, uh, it must be a difficult thing to get people to open it and kind of you know, read the email or stay in touch with you through these drip campaigns as well. I imagine that's probably a very difficult thing to overcome. And I guess you do see the statistics for how many people actually yes. open them too. So I guess that's important. You yeah. probably you probably know what is more successful. And I'm guessing you're saying that these discounted, like these discount promotional kind of pieces, these value, value propositions are the ones that are the yeah. most successful then, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you can see that the best thing about the system is that you can see it's measurable. Um, I always promote to the agents in our office that, uh, emails are 30% effective. I mean, when you, anybody sends out an email, when I send out an email, whether or not it's the brick discount, you know, if it's a brick discount, maybe I'll get upwards of 40% 
Um, if it's just a generic one, it's you know 25%. If it's decent, it's 30%. But on, on average, all my emails, I know that it's only 30% really get open. The rest of them, people either don't open or they delete. So you're looking at an email uh, system being about 30% effective. So maybe in a future uh, podcast, we can talk a little bit about how um, how to market to people that aren't it is not necessarily a drip campaign because I think that's a good backup and a nice thing to have, but it's definitely not the first thing you should do from a uh, you know personal relations standpoint and lead generation. Yeah, for sure. And as we move forward through this podcast series, we're going to talk about all sorts of different things. And yeah. it's kind of tough because we're already getting on a tangent now that we weren't expecting to go on. <laughs> so you never know what you're really going to talk about on any given week until you actually start talking about it too. Mm -hmm. so. Okay, well, uh, maybe we can just talk about one or two more things quickly. How about uh, social media? Since we're talking about web presence and everything too, um, do you use social media or do you have any suggestions for agents that uh, might be looking at, you know, boosting their social media presence at all? Like say on Facebook, Twitter, those kinds of things. Yeah. Do you have another hour? <laughs> went a lot of different things on social media. And I, yes, I mean, your social media is, it's just another way to network and, uh, you have to be careful. I mean, the reality is you gotta be careful with social media. It's, you can't rely on it a hundred percent unless you're doing something incredible and amazing you get all the leads in the world but um the reality is when most you know it's just another way to co communicate amongst people that you either know or um or know you or you know just stay in contact sphere of influence sphere right? of influence that's it um so yeah and and then you can take it to the next level i mean people just think about okay facebook you know that's the first thing that people think about and facebook you know and in, as an industry people are saying ah, you know facebook's kind of had its time hasn't it and there's new stuff and pinterest and you know linkedin has become you know pretty popular and, and all this um you know periscope and all these sort of things and it's fun and and it can be a bit of a hobby when it comes to you know for some people but um you've got to be careful and you can't be spending eight hours a day on social media and expect to be getting business well it is a rabbit hole like uh, like you said you can kind of, kind of fall down it pretty easily because it is a more entertain it's better a lot better than door knocking when you're trying to like you know find leads and stuff and you know, kind of develop that kind of uh, sphere of influence and everything so um Gosh, there's yeah. even there's even companies out there you pay that they'll do it for you yeah and 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 i don't necessarily agree with it i don't i don't know if it, it i'm all about automation so hey somebody wants to post on my behalf and as long as it's good content okay maybe that's great you know that maybe that's okay that's all you need just to say stay relevant and people see your name a lot um but it's again it's the personal connection so the person that's po posting on your behalf are they also being able to interact and reply and 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 you know are they doing it on your behalf you got to be careful with that sort of stuff so it is it's something you have to be careful with you have to build a an action plan uh, that revolves around something that yeah, it should be done properly, right? Oh, for sure. And it's not just about posting things to social media. Too. You have to interact with the community exactly. as well. So yeah. if you're trying to build a rapport with your clients, you can't just keep posting stuff. You have to reply to their comments and then try and kind of create that conversation as well. And then there's the whole next level. So now you've got social media in terms of communicating with people that know you and your sphere of influence. The next level is, you know, the pay-per-click stuff, the stuff that people are getting into now. I was into five years ago and trying it out and all this sort of stuff I could create. I could lead generate maybe 100 leads a day. It cost me $30. It was ridiculous. It was because nobody was doing it. You know, people that were on Facebook were kind of falling into the little traps we have, you know, in terms of, you know, get your free list of this, free list of that. People are a little bit uh, less or more, more, you know, in tune to what we're doing, trying to, you know, generate leads on there. But there's still some really effective pay-per-click campaigns that you can be doing um, that cost you a bit of money. But uh, it's a it's a fantastic um platform in order to you know measure some results and get some leads so you're talking about pay-per-clicks you're talking about through facebook and social media or you're talking about through google in particular 
Um, actually, I prefer Facebook. I've tried Google Ads. Um, Google Ads can they can be costly, you know, and you get some leads from it, it's great. Um, I prefer Facebook just because you can get a little more creative with the audience, a little bit more with the uh, the specifics of the pay per click campaign. I mean, I can I can send out. I can send out and have a, first of all, you have to have a landing page for when people click on something, go somewhere so you can get the lead. So I'll, I'll create a landing page, for example, um, something I'm offering for newlyweds, for example, somebody who just got engaged. So you can actually go onto pay, um, Facebook and say, I want to target uh, people from the age of 22 to 30 in the in Toronto, for example, that have just gotten engaged, newly got engaged, so they might be looking for a house, obviously. And you can um, specifically target them to a, a page, um, let's say about, let's say you're going to show up at their Jack and Jill and uh, and uh, run one of their games and make some money for them, you know, or or host some sort of event on their behalf to to raise money for their for their wedding, you know. Those are just different creative ideas that you can do with Facebook because you can pinpoint people that are just got engaged, right? Um, first time home buyers. Yeah, and you, you find it successful too, like you actually get people clicking through and, and following. Oh, up it's with incredible! You yeah, it's incredible. You mean that's the best thing about the pay per click is you can know exactly the demographic that people are clicking through. If you're finding more, you know, this 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 ad is you know predominantly getting clicks from a female audience between certain ages you can pinpoint those ages in a female audience and and that way you can be run more efficiently so if you're going to spend a hundred dollars you're going to get more clicks the more clicks the cheaper per click so it's on a bidding basis so it really gets involved in some of those uh, specifics but it's uh it, it's very very powerful yeah. yeah and i guess one of the important things is that you have a bit of a strategy for it too. Like you were mentioning, you have like these targeted events and things that you're trying to work with, not just, you know, come check out my, you know, real estate information page or whatever on Aaron Richardson. Mm -hmm. You actually have something to kind of pull people in because I, I'm sure, you know, you could, you could have a lot less successful campaign if you don't have kind of a strategy to turn those clicks or like those viewers into clicks and ultimately into leads too. So, and, and there's different cameras. You just mentioned one there. Um, you can put just a straightforward ad. It's Aaron Richardson's real estate uh, company, or you know, you're putting your name up there and say, you know, call me. If I'm a real estate agent in the area. Um, you got to think about what farming's all about. Farming's all about remembering somebody's name. They do a lot of business in that area that you live in. So you can target that area, put your name on Facebook, and they see your name five, six times over the next week on Facebook. You know, it's just as effective, if not more effective, than even sending postcards to the area, and it can be less cost, you know, more cost effective too. Yeah, I guess too. It's a it's a branding versus like a, you're trying to get clicks through too. Yeah. I guess in that situation too, which is yeah, there's different ways. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've been going on for about half an hour now, so maybe we can just call it a show here. What do you think, Aaron? Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, it sounds great. Um, I think uh, I think we'll probably have a lot more content to go forward with too at different uh, in different weeks. So yes, this is great. Yeah. So we're going to start by doing this every other week, and if it ends up being popular, we're going to switch it to every week. I think if as long as Aaron's available, it's not just going to be me and Aaron too. We're going to get different guests on every week, uh, different people, different real estate agents, real estate brokers, maybe lawyers, accountants. Who knows? As, as interesting as lawyers and accountants can be, but I'm sure we'll find some interesting uh, interesting folks. So just uh, if you like the show, definitely try and su subscribe to us on Stitcher's iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts online. And please don't forget to leave us a five-star review on those sites because it really helps. Uh, you can watch this and past shows at spotlight.century21.ca slash podcast. And if you need to reach us, you can email us anytime 
at podcast at homania.com. That's podcast at H-O-M as in Mary, E-N as in Nancy, I-A.com. This podcast was brought to you by the Spotlight Marketing Program that we were talking about earlier. It's an exclusive marketing package available only to Century 21 agents in Canada. Spotlight provides agents with a comprehensive internet marketing strategy for their listings. We provide high-quality HDR photography, stunning HD video tours, cutting-edge responsive website, and an extensive advertising system that will help sell your listings faster, sell them for more money, impress your clients, and generate leads. Find out why so many top agents are using Spotlight by visiting spotlightcentury 21ca today. Thank you for watching, and have a great day.